Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a podcast from The Bugle. <laughs> Give a man a fish these days and he'll look at you pretty weird. Is it his birthday? Bad present. Is it not his birthday? He'll assume he's on a prank show. Just don't give a man a fish unless he's asked you for a fish, and even then, you'd probably better be a fishmonger. Moreover, what's the deal with giving a man a fish anyway? Is it a thought experiment or a real experiment? What's your control or placebo? Are there men who think they're being given a fish but aren't? I'll tell you what's better than a fish if what you want is podcast satirical news content with none of the politics. The Gargle. The sonic glossy magazine to the Bugle's audio newspaper for visual world this is the gargle all of the fun none of the guns i'm your host alice fraser your guest editors for this week are alison spittle and neil delamere welcome to the show Woo! delighted to be on it's like the downstairs of the titanic this episode <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what i would call a nightclub if i was ever opening a nightclub you and me alison are going into partnership downstairs at the titanic titanic <laughs> there'll be a kaylee there'll be nothing else <laughs> Well, actually, you're a great guest, Neil, because uh, you've you've recently become famous on the television. <laughs> yes, yes, I have. <laughs> I like the way you said that, as if I had just recently re- re- released my first gramophone record. <laughs> Indeed, the wax cylinders are flying out the door. The vicarage has been overcome with telephone calls from all around the empire. Um, I, yeah, I'm doing a thing called Dance with the Stars, strictly as it would be called in the UK. Uh, mm. So it is incredible fun at the moment. What's your new nickname, Neil? King of the Paso Doble? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that King of the Paso Doble is a suite. That's a VIP area in downstairs at the Titanic. Well, you're right. <laughs> I told my mother-in-law and I thought she'd be really excited. And she looked at me with like, like cold, dead eyes of a shark and went, yeah. do, do not have an affair. Yes, I was thinking that Neil, because I really love your wife. So like, well, I am well, like... well, that's something we have in common, thank God. <laughs> and I said to my mother-in-law, "I'm not going to have an affair." What she doesn't know is I've already been having an affair. So this <laughs> won't make any difference whatsoever to my uh, past tense. I am joking. 
I love my wife with wild abandon. Of course, of course, of course. You must get asked that a lot going on like Dance with the Stars. It must be like almost like a sports injury where they're like, look after your calves and your marriage. <laughs> yeah, it's you know? the only it's the only television show that you have that. Like if you go the, on the Antique Show show, nobody goes, don't steal a vase. Now you know what you're like. There'll be vases in front of you. I know you love the vases you have, you have at home, but like it'll be right there in front of you and you'll feel good about yourself. You'll be in a different shape. Like, no, like you're going embarrassing bodies don't stick your finger up anybody's bottom because the doctors will be doing it you're not an expert please yeah. don't i bet you 10 quid like the the uh, antiques roto they're at it like rabbits like there's just keys going into an antique fishbowl oh yeah just they're yeah. checking rings they're seeing how old stuff is like, you know? <laughs> they're holding other people up to the light yeah yeah i i believe this is 1975 it's in good Nick. Yeah, they're, they're deliberately trying wild sexual positions so they can check the mark on the bottom of somebody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my grandmother had one of these. <laughs> yes. Oh, this it's isn't your grandmother. Down. This is a reproduction of your grandmother. Oh. <laughs> Uh, well, as I said, this isn't that kind of podcast. We're going to plunge into the magazine. Uh, but first, of course, let's have a look at the cover. This week, your cover model is Novak Djokovic. Unflappable on the court and off the court, the human personification of an unforced error. He's posing like a cross between Betty Boop and a young up-and-coming male comedian on a poster, one hand going <laughs> over his mouth while the other one is scratching the back of his head with an adorably befuddled look on his face like, Me? I can't even spell dangerous misinformation, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Other headlines on the front cover include Second week of the new year New week, new you Old last week, you was the week you Be the strong new, new week you this week Strong new you news weekly <laughs> The satirical cartoon for this week's edition is The Pope in his annual speech Telling people that not having children is selfish That's it, that's the satirical cartoon <laughs> <laughs> Now let's get into the edition. Our first segment of this magazine is our fish segment. Classic glamorous magazine segment, fish segment. This first story is about the oldest fish in the world. My mum always used to say three days is long enough for fish or friends. But what about this old fish? Alison Spittle, you look like you've met an old fish before. Uh, can you tell us about this story? So this is about Methuselah the lungfish. She's the oldest fish ever in captivity. She's in the San Francisco Aquarium at the time that Al Capone was in prison. So she's been in for a long stretch, a very long stretch. <laughs> and she didn't even do tax avoidance. So good for her. They say that Methuselah uh, enjoys fresh figs and doesn't like frozen ones. She knows the difference. And belly rubs as well. And she also likes to trick people and pretend that she's dead and have them mourn her. And then she'd be like, oh, I'm alive. Which uh, sounds exactly like what I'm going to do when I retire. Just uh, constantly pretend to be dead. Just drape yourself and enjoy some shrubbery. Yeah, someone feed me figs, rub my belly and tell me they'll miss me when I die. Like, that's all I need in life. That is know? essentially your eulogy, isn't it? Alison... <laughs> She could tell the difference between fresh figs and frozen figs. <laughs> and loved an old belly rub. Check yeah. the coffin because we're not sure if she's dead. You know what she's like. <laughs> Peekaboo. <laughs> then I run out. <laughs> Unfortunately, she did do tax evasion and that's where the similarities between her and Methuselah <laughs> ends. I want to 
know about the fish's memory span? Because you know goldfish have a memory of like two seconds. Does Methuselah know that she's this old or does she just feel like a new oh, but creaky fish? That would be terrible though that every so often she caught her reflection in the mirror over and over again and it was a shock <laughs> that she was 90 years old. <laughs> we do have to say this is the oldest fish in captivity and this yes. is a paltry cut at 90 odd years. Oldest fish in the world, uh, Greenland sharks, five, 600 years old. Just, uh. just think about that. That's That's a fish older than even the idea of a Protestant. (laughs) What is the fish practicing, would you say, Neil? Like, what's its... uh... I don't know, but I reckon a Greenland shark would have stories, wouldn't they? They would have, oh, it's all all built up coral around here now. But when I was young, this was all kelp. Kelp as far as the eyes can see. Which isn't that far for a Greenland shark, to be fair. Not 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 great on the vision. Yeah, as far as I can roughly kind of feel. <laughs> so this is a lungfish. This is a lungfish. Yeah, a lungfish. It, apparently it says it's a, it's a living fossil, which I think is just a very rude way to describe Methuselah. Like, you know, she can hear. It's like uh, to say to say someone's a living fossil is quite rude. I think, yeah. but like uh, Mufusa is a lungfish. They're in between, they have lungs, which is crazy, but they live underwater. Neil, can you explain this to me? Like, what? Yes, yes. They live underwater. They have a friend, they, uh, a starfish they have a friend. called Patrick. And right. um, <laughs> they have a song. And it, so it, basically, it has a lung and it has gills. Really? Alison, it's a Toyota Prius. That's what it is. <laughs> It can run off one or the other. It's been around. Uh, it's been around about ninety years. He was only Corporal Birdseye when she met him first. Right, a young whippersnapper. A whippersnapper. Yeah. What I was trying to figure out. Apparently, it's this. It's kind of like the link between amphibians and mm. fish. So, one of the, is it the ray, probably the Ray of Light album for Madonna between like a virgin and how she is now it was a kind of it's a transitional (laughs) period it's like Heidi out of sugar babes do you know what I mean she was only meant to be temporary yeah and uh, you know she's still there hanging on we are calling her her and and they don't know oh she's a her come on really belly rubs figs and also attention that's a woman (laughs) like I just imagine Methuselah with a fag in her mouth, you know, just going like, uh, I'm trying to pick Pollock. I haven't heard that name in years. You know, I just, I've put our personality on her as well. Like, and, and trauma. Like, I think Methuselah's had four divorces. <laughs> sure, no, if she's a she, surely all her husbands just die. Her lungfish husbands just die. No, that's spiders. You just swim through the sperm. That's, that's how. <laughs> that's the title of her book, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, all of this assumes there's more than one species of fish. I'm not sure. Really? I, I personally believe there's only one species of fish. I What's think that? I think it's catfish are pretending to be other fish. <laughs> With like little moustaches and stuff. Just like <laughs> I think I just think there's only catfish in the world and everything ah. else is a really elaborate prank. <laughs> That's all the time we have for that fish story because there's more fish stories in the fish section. This is the story of goldfish uh, who have learned to drive. Uh, Neil Delamere, can you unpack this clown car of not clownfish for us? <laughs> this is the university uh, in Israel. I think it's in Negev, um, uh, which I, I love the fact that it's, it's in Israel. Uh, like the really, really clever people have just looked out the window and thought... This conflict seems intractable. Let's teach fish how to drive. So, <laughs> so they got goldfish. And I think the justification for this is 
something along. I read the app. I actually read the kind of abstract from the experiment, and it seemed to be navigation is important in animals. So we talk all fish out the drive. I mean, that was pretty much it. <laughs> so they put them in tanks and um, uh, basically there was a reward at some point. Wait, wait, wait. This is Israel. Specifically, they put fish, tanks. fish tanks. Fish tanks. Ah, oh, yes. right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> the American support for Israel has really, really been extensive throughout the years. <laughs> We've given you lots of money for weapons, but we think maybe we need to go species down. Um, so yes, they put them in fish tanks, and there was a reward at one part of the room. And basically, they, they, they trained the fish, and the fish, if they swam in that direction, the motorized tank moved in that direction, and they could maneuver around the room. It's not that impressive because the tank is automatic. If the fish was full on changing gears, I would be very impressed with that. Um, I don't know how they thought of this. I don't know how. Like, there's two scientists going, "Well, I love the Fast and the Furious, and he loves Finding Nemo, so we combine our passions." <laughs> and came up with this fish experiment but it means that they have some sort of spatial awareness and mm. um until you've seen like a carp parallel park on youtube <laughs> they haven't lived yeah i think science has gone too far to be honest with you i think they haven't even uh really perfected boiling the bag fish so why are they making fish drive you know boiling the bag fish is bad fish to eat and uh, why are you teaching them how to drive unless you, you know how to cook them properly in quick circumstances? You raise a good point. This is the beginning of a long, uh, long reputation to the to the old adage, you know, a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. <laughs> the first in eight experiments to end with him riding up to her front door and going, Madam. <laughs> I did read the story and go, great, now I'm jealous of a goldfish. Like, because I can't drive. And like, you know... It's just another thing that I might have to give a hand job to once to get a lift. Is like, how do you do that with fish? Stroke that fin. Stroke, Stroke it. it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm Alison. I like belly rubs. What do you like? <laughs> That's fine about the okay. The fish can drive, but back to Alice's point about memory. They can't yes. remember where they park if they can ever actually drive. That three second memory thing. It's going to be difficult, surely, isn't it? Oh, they're going to have a terrible time in IKEA. Like it's just going to be loads of stressed fish flapping about in the car park. Stressed fish is a type of bookcase in Ikea. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Your ad section now, because the alternative is facing a bleak and empty world free of commercial publicity where no one would even think to wantonly plaster a near-nude, near-teen on a billboard the size of a building so that you can be faced with the prospect of barely-veiled genitalia bigger than your own front door every day on your harmless way to your job as the social media manager of a stool-softening supplement business. You're the faceless voice of the softest feces, and that's why we do ads. <laughs> and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Cryptocurrency, a non-distributed actual literal ledger where I just write your name in a spooky-looking leather-bound book, and then you pay me for an NFT of your own name in the spooky book what that is. Have you got a business coaching business coaches? Boy, have I got a business coach for you. Buy into the infinite inspiration of BizWizz's rotating cast of ex-corporate consultants who now live in offshore tax havens and tell suckers how to be chumps for a living. For only 990 payments of $9.99, we'll do a 15-minute Zoom with your business every quarter to tell you to believe in yourself enough to tell other people to believe in themselves and maybe use a filing system. <laughs> If you've got scope for hope, we've got latitude for platitudes. Have you thought about dressing for success? If you've broken down in negotiations, try taking a break and drinking half a glass of water. <laughs> Sometimes the problem looks different from another point of view. 
With more meaninglessly inspirational one-liners than an Instagram of yoga mum yoga memes, BizWiz is the whiz your biz needs. BizWiz. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. That's all the time we have for our ad section because now it's time for our relationships section. Breaking news in relationships, uh, people are having less sex. Neil Delamere, you're on Strictly uh, slash Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Can you unpack this story for us? You're a sex yeah. correspondent. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> you're trading so much, you're having less sex than ever. Please talk about that situation. Yes, so there's various surveys all acro- across the world that, that suggest that people are having less, less sex mm. and they are having less sex in all ways essentially they are having less partnered sex they are having uh, and this is the weird one for me the most concerning finding from a comedian's point of view there's a huge drop off in teenage masturbation now this is one of the great comedy tropes if teenage boys don't fiddle with themselves what are we going to talk about my mother-in-law is already making life difficult by being a lovely Mm -hmm. person like what is next? Will they improve airline food? I have already noticed that my dog and cat have largely similar personalities. So <laughs> I would be slightly worried about what, what way this is going. So apparently all across the world, people are having less sex. I think it's something like 50% of um, adolescent males now are saying that they don't masturbate. And it's something like well over 70% of adolescent females. And the the thing about this is what is going to be interesting is the advertising industry. What are they going to do? Because they use sex to sell every single product. Mm. So if we're no longer interested in sex, what is going to happen? Every, every perfume ad next year will have to imply that you will have some, something else attractive, some other, uh, attractive quality imbued into your personality by using it. Like punctuality by Calvin Klein or table manners, <laughs> a scent for a man or a woman. We don't know what is going to happen. The world is going to change. There's various explanations for video games, uh, social media, um, and people having just less time, I suppose. Mm. And I, th- I think that, that it's amazing that like uh, posting on social media has made masturbation go down. 
because I feel like reading most of my Twitter timeline, it is a people just essentially wanking on about stuff. Yeah. You know, it, do, it does feel like that. We need to make masturbation a TikTok craze. That's the only way it will increase. Oh, do you want to start a new dance, Neil? Do you want to, I think you will get done. Like, you know, it's a very, yeah. like, that would be a very controversial way for you as a comedian to go down. <laughs> Maybe a few years ago, but I think there's people who have done that. I think I've actually, if, now that I say, I think if I did that, I'd be accused of not being weird, but being derivative. <laughs> Oh, it's very hack nowadays to, to, to be sexually weird. <laughs> yes. In front of a camera. Yeah. I think the amazing thing is that for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, they've been trying to get young men to stop wanking. I mean, they tried cornflakes, yeah. they tried shame, and all they needed was unlimited porn and, like, complicated sexual politics. Mm. Well, speaking as somebody who has been a teenage boy, they're still going to have the same number of erections. Right. Now, what are they going to do? do with them because i don't know if you know but like literally when you're a teenager anything can set it off a, a pleasant bus journey <laughs> the curvature of a sparrow's wing i mean at any moment <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. like shapely cheese anything at all anything at all so i don't know what those poor young lads are going to do the other weird that weird listen whatever you're into yourself but the, i found an odd finding was that the majority of college students i think this is in the u.s uh, are into rough sex mm. specifically um and oh yeah it's sort of roughly sex you know just sort of yeah, vaguely, really, yeah. It's, broad, it's always roughly when I do it. Um, <laughs> you realize how vanilla you are though like I, I would like to see somebody go, I'm into rough sex, but it's just you and your missus dresses up in Elizabethan collars. <laughs> Pigeonhole me now, mother. <laughs> Pigeonhole me not being a so weird euphemism. <laughs> it, isn't there some sort of law on the internet that if you can think of it, they've made a porno out of it? Yeah. I would watch that that rough, the Elizabethan porn. <laughs> that would be like, you'd be watching... It'd be like watching two dogs with uh, safety cones around their necks trying to go at it, you know? <laughs> Although, sorry, I have to say one thing. Um, my uh, Over Christmas, my sister has a dog called Rio, who was uh, a, absolute relentlessly humping this uh, Lilo and Stitch doll. <laughs> and uh, I, wait, wait, I, I which was it? Lilo or Stitch? Oh, the... The blue one, no, not the little girl. The blue one, <laughs> I would have stopped. But he, he was, he was shagging this blue doll. And do you know what was weird? At one point, he stopped and he got his paw, and he turned around to Teddy, so the Teddy was looking at him, and then he started humping it again. And that's when I, that's when I was like, this is unnatural. This needs to stop. I felt sick. It was, the, it was, disgusting. it was the eye contact that made it. It was, yeah. yes. <laughs> Which goes to show my my no no ki- it was the kissing that made it. <laughs> when, yeah. when he sang her a song, that was just weird. <laughs> I had a dog once who got an operation and uh, didn't realize that that would have an echo effect. So barked and the bark in his ears because he was wearing a cone was much louder than he expected, and he scared himself. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, oh that's so cute. I'm glad we've ended this on cuteness. Yes, I'm also very glad. It's it's a palate <laughs> cleanser for us all. Uh, well, that is all the time that we have for our relationships section. Unless any of you have any relationship advice for young people out there. Uh, don't, don't, don't. Don't you want me a baby? Yeah, there we go. Don't don't work as a waitress at a cocktail bar, you know, and then expect someone to save you. 
because they won't they'll sing a song about you and be an absolute prick for the next 30 years uh that's my relationship i mean advice. it wouldn't really fit on a tea towel alison but it's good no. advice <laughs> <laughs> i've got a, i've got an advice tea towel for you it says not all good advice can fit on a tea towel <laughs> but no whether it fits on a tea towel or not has nothing to do with how good it is as advice yeah, sometimes you need nuance, and, you know, nuance doesn't fit on a tea towel. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the world for the last 30 years, but nuance is not something we're interested in. <laughs> it's very unfashionable, isn't it? Like missionary. It's just uh, something that we should bring back. Turns out that's what teenage boys' erections needed, was nuance all along. It's <laughs> the spine of each boner. Subtle bit of ambiguity. Nuance. The new Calvin Klein. <laughs> Smells like loads of different things. It's complicated. It won't fit yeah. on the label of the perfume bottle. Make up your own minds. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. And just someone shrugging at the end. You know, like <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. Nuance. What do you think it means? <laughs> review section now every week our guest editors bring in something to review out of five stars neil delamere what have you brought in to review i in a, an act of narcissism uh, i'm going to review dancing with the stars ireland yes. Yes, and yes, yes. It, i'm going to give it five stars it has been the most enjoyable thing i've done in ages uh, i dressed in you should have seen the outfit for the first one doing the Paso doble i was dressed with epaulets and sequins i look i would describe as half john collins half colonel gaddafi it was <laughs> Amazing. It was like Elton John at an Orange Order parade. It was fantastic. <laughs> Some of the da- Latin dances are very old fashioned in the, like in terms of they're quite it's quite hard to argue against the patriarchy when your dancer says now in this dance, the man is the matador and the woman is the cape. Not even <laughs> not even the bull. Not even the bull. <laughs> it's hard to argue against the patriarchy when there's two of you in the dance and only one of you is human. So I would suggest that they have a bit of a way to go, but it, it's 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 been brilliant crack so far, I have to say. Uh, so I would give it five stars. Yeah, I give you five stars, Neil. Go, do it for team comedy. I team comedy. I'm doing it for team dance. Team dance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've changed since we spoke last, Alison. I am hardcore into this. Well, you see, people don't notice. I've studied the three major forms of dance. Um, contemporary river and flash so yeah i i'm i'm all over this i'm getting on well with my dancer she's brilliant she listens to her voicemails at double speed which i think is that's interesting isn't it she's so little time in her life so i deliberately when i ring her and leave her voicemail message i speak at half speed to annoy her (laughs) at least you know if you have an affair with her it'll be over quickly that goes for any affair I've ever had. <laughs> or indeed, encounter. <laughs> Alison, of all the men you know, yeah. uh, would you say I am the least likely to have ever had a fake spray tan applied before Dancing with the Stars? Jenny Neil, I thought you were going to say affair. And I was like, yes, Neil, you're the least. Well, like, that's, <laughs> that's good. But uh, spray tan as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I've had one. I've had one. You've had one. What yeah. Like? Well, once you're standing there in your jocks and a do you woman. You have to wear paper knickers. Uh, no, but I do anyway. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> she, she just sprays you like a kind of battered Ford, Ford Transit, and you just have a chat, and <laughs> it's like she's tagging a wall with graffiti. 
<laughs> I thought that. Yeah, <laughs> she signed her name on my bum, which I thought was weird. But it's weird because you just kind of get used to anything and uh, you yeah. just have to surrender yourself to the whole process. But it's very enjoyable. So five stars from me. Oh, beautiful. Uh, my my review today, Alice, is uh, eating pink chicken. I'm reviewing uh, eating pink chicken. Uh, happened to be <laughs> yesterday. I went to uh, went to a place that did a meal deal for 20 quid. I was listening to a very horrible audio book uh, about the patriarchy and decided... You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go and get myself a 20 quid meal deal in this shop. And I went in and I had a, a chicken soup, which was fine. That was white chicken in that with like noodles and stuff like that. And then I ordered chicken thighs on roasted vegetables. And uh, I could see it was not cooked properly, but I didn't want to be rude to the waiter. So I just ate the pink chicken. <laughs> no. uh, and I, if, I swear to God, I am going to make t- tea towels that say... It's not polite to eat pink chicken. Don't do it. I mean, who was I trying to save? Whose feelings was I trying to? I I, I looked at it. It was a. Uh, it was that weird thing of like. Um, I would describe it as a, a sunset over a misty moor. You know, it was pink and grey at the same time, uh, which is a beautiful image for a landscape, <laughs> but not so good for cooked chicken. That that should have been a. There should be a, a, a like you know that old saying: red sky at night, shepherd's delight. Uh, pink chicken in the evening. <laughs> you're you're gonna be very unwell in the morning, and uh, I've, I'm gonna give it one star out of five. One star out of five. Pink chicken in the evening. You're going to be heaving. There we go. There we go. I wish it was just heaving, Daniel. Like we need to add a bit more nuance to that. <laughs> mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I've got this, I've got this. Yeah, Pink chicken in the you. evening, you're going to be heaving. And then PTO on the bottom of the tea towel, out of your arse. <laughs> <laughs> That's my PTO on everything, is out of your arse. <laughs> if, the, if the chicken is pink, you'll shit in the sink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the chicken is pink, it's going to be stink. You know, it's not going to have... So, uh, pink chicken, one star, one star. But I would give the restaurant three stars. I shouldn't have went in, it was empty. Why did I think it? I was like, oh, this is going to be a cool new spot that no one knows about. And uh, it's just genuinely because their food hygiene is very bad. I like the way you said it happened to me. That was the phrase you, you used. <laughs> I let it happen it to happened you. to let's, me. Let's yeah. discuss this. Yeah. <laughs> you actively did this to yourself. Somehow, so, somebody held you down. A chicken <laughs> ran over, plucked itself, killed itself yeah. in yeah. front of you. But made sure it was far enough away from a heat source to it not cook itself. Yes. And with its dying breath, because it could still move around after it's headless, right, jumped into your waiting mouth. Yes. I can't believe you that you were nodding along to a book about the like oppressions that are put onto women to consent to things that they're not entirely yes. comfortable with while yes. gagging down raw chicken. <laughs> Inedible. The one thing that you are not meant to eat. Yes, because I wanted to be polite to the male waiter. Like, genuinely, I need to read that book more. There's a definite issue there. Now it's time for our festival section. This is the most exciting news all week. You know I love my crypto stuff. This is a video that's gone out publicising Cryptoland. This is a story that comes around again and again in which crypto uh, utopians, crypto maximalists try to... um, leap forth from the mainstream of society and create their own society of, of crypto bros and s- sisters and inevitably fall short at the at the feet of something like rubbish collection. Neil Delamere, mm. 
you've got crypto bros. Uh, what <laughs> is this story about? Yes, yeah, some crypto bros are trying to buy an island in Fiji and set up crypto land. And uh, you can use NFTs to buy parcels of land. It's about a square mile, I think it is. And this sounds like an absolutely disastrous idea. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Some will argue that this is about the evolution of money. Um, and we know that the money was salt and it was gold. It was it was cattle in Ireland for a long time, then coins, then notes. Um, I'd argue notes are better than cattle. Um, if you've, Have you ever tried to snort coke through a heifer? Very difficult. <laughs> very, very difficult. It's got four stomachs. Oh, it's know? got it four stomachs. I mean, she has a great time, but I mean, the stuff you get out the other end, not great. Um, I would say it is harder to counterfeit cattle, so that is a plus for them. Like, you can't walk into a shop and go, please, oh, I like your goods. Please accept this calf as payment. And they're like, that's not a calf. That's a dog in a leather jacket. You're fooling nobody. <laughs> oh, what actually, a cool they're all dog. just catfish. <laughs> they're all, it's a, it's a cattlefish. Uh, <laughs> pretend the, the catfish have jumped. They're pretending to be other species. It's evolution. Um, uh, but this sounds like, it sounds like a, a Ponzi scheme. Like it, it, you pay for stuff in cryptocurrency, and the the shortened version of the cryptocurrency, like ETH is Ethereum, and this is a Con, and you're like, mm, mm. you can't say they weren't warned. You can't say. What's the amazing about this place is that like uh, there's been some questions on Twitter. Uh, somebody asked, what is the age of consent on Cryptoland? And Cryptoland replied from their official tweet, uh, their official Twitter account said, mental maturity should be more than enough. Uh, winky, winky smiley face. Which, I like, imagine imagine going to court and, uh, you know, you're, you're under the feds and you're like, excuse me, your honour, the mental maturity should be more than enough. Smiley, winky face. Like, and then they tried to say that, uh, that that uh, what kind of island are they trying to build? I mean, this island's already been done. Uh, you know, a pioneer in that market would have been Epstein. But uh, it's just a, it's just a very very weird a weird thing. It it feels like Disneyland in a way, that it's really there for emotionally immature people, and weird older people who should know better. You know, it it feels like Disneyland in that respect. Except in the way that it isn't like Disneyland in that there aren't people who are going to think through the complex logistics of actually running a society. These are people who will say, the market will decide, and the market will decide that nobody can have any milk. Yeah, yeah. The market will decide, why hasn't it rained? <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. The NASDAQ has decided there's no food today. <laughs> well, the market does know best, yes. Listen, that's going to turn into Lord of the Flies within about an hour, I'd say. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. These, these bros battering the shit out of each other with racquetball or squash or whatever the f*** these people play in films. <laughs> Listen, put down your strangling each other with red braces. That's how I imagine it in my head. Fantasizing about an island like this is what young teenage boys do now instead of masturbating. Like, this is, unfortunately... <laughs> Did you guys actually watch the video? It's completely bananas. It's incredibly bananas. What's the name of that mascot, the coin thing? that it, Number one, what's bananas about? They're, they're all white people depicted in it. Did you, did you notice that? Like, the island is filled with white people. There's no people of colour on, the, on their depiction of what this island is going to be. I really hope that this whole scheme is from somebody who is a person of colour. Yeah, just put them all on an island. 
Yeah, yeah. Ha ha. Push it out. I was watching it. I go, this Ponzi scheme needs more representation. Like, I'm looking at this and I'm going like, where yeah. <laughs> where are the people of colour on this weird Ponzi island? Everybody should have a chance to lose all their money and be bereft for the rest of their lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and, and the way they treat women on it, that, that, that whole video, what is it, like 12 minutes long that they made? And they even have like a, they have a behind the scenes kind of a clip of like, we worked for years on this. And you're like, what? You the, the, the bottom half of the helicopter isn't even animated properly. <laughs> like, it's very, don't tell me how much time you spent on this very, very bad depiction. It's like, it's like a child bringing you up a macaroni picture. And it, you know, they're looking at it. It's like, I took three years to make this. And I'm like, I'm now unimpressed. I was impressed before, but now you've told me how long it's taken you. And now I take back my impressed. I love how specific that is. The bottom half of the helicopter was not animated properly. Please can we get please can we get rid of one judge from Dragon's Den and put Alison Spittle there? Some guy comes in with a new cryptocurrency that will actually probably work and revolutionize the world. And Alison's like, your left shoe, the heel, is slightly more scuffed than the right shoe. Africa will not get microfinance. Bye-bye. I was just looking at it going. This walking coin isn't walking properly. Like that is not the natural movement of a coin. Is what's this coin made out of? Is it meat or is it metal? Because it's moving like a meaty coin, and that freaked me out. Like, uh... the, the natural movement of a coin is rolling or at rest. Absolutely. I would, I would suggest walking in parish. any way. She, being bitten by. <laughs> Absolutely. Being flicked by a referee. That's about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, this walking coin with sunglasses on who's shouting memes. I was looking at that going, that's not realistic. To a peasant stable boy. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> yes, resting on a dead Greek's eyes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> not not, not, not uh, conning a young man out of his money by offering him the chance to, to look at three different women in the eye and eventually <laughs> bring one to a boat. It was so weird. It was the, the whole depiction. It was kind of going... Please come to our island. You can f*** one of these three women that we have working in the service industry in the island, which is not weird at all. Like, it was just very odd. It was just... How did you feel about it, Alice? I felt deeply awkward about it. As I said, I think this is an odd sort of teen boys fantasy slash advertisement for the new season of The Bachelor, which I, for one, will be watching. When they all turn in desperation to one another, you know, strange things happen at sea. International waters. International waters. There's no age consent. Smiley winky face. Well, mental <laughs> maturity should be the measure, in which case none of them get to f*** at all. I know, yeah. That would be great if they got to that island and you're like, it's illegal to f***. Like, you cannot f***. a 14-year-old girl going, sorry, mate, you're not mentally mature enough for me. <laughs> I think any law that has a smiley winky face after is slightly worrying. Like if they went, absolutely rob the bank. We don't have the death penalty in this state. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that you think that that's the sound effect. But it is. But it is. I, I closed my is. eyes and I was like, he's winking. Okay, I'll tell you. They're only, we're going to find out if I, we're going to find out if I'm right or wrong. People are going to listen to this podcast and they're going to go, "What do they imagine in their head when I do this?" <clears throat> uh. <laughs> you sound like Elvis mid coitus. <laughs> and then at the end, thank you very much. Uh. Elvis has left the building. He's left the building. <laughs>
all the time we have for the magazine this week. Uh, we're flipping through the ads at the end of the magazine. Neil, do you have anything to plug other than yourself on Dancing with the Stars Island? Uh, no, I'm, do- I'm doing a tour, um, so they can check out the dates on neildelamere.com forward slash gigs and... Uh, that's it, yeah. I'll be around and about. Alison, have you got anything to plug? Yeah, I'm going to plug my podcast. Uh, I got Wheel of Misfortune on BBC Sounds. we got some great guests coming up. Mark Watson is going to be on soon. And uh, we've had uh, Neil Delamere on before. And uh, I'd love to get you on, Alice, by the way. That would be so freaking cool. Also, I'm on social media at Alison Spill and at Instagram as well. But I am giving it up. So you can go there and follow me. And then just, you know, know that I'm okay by not posting. And when I do post, you go, Alison, please stop posting on social media and eating pink chicken. You need to turn your life around. And, uh, yeah, so I'm asking the listeners to help me in my life and uh, to keep me on the right path of, uh, you know, white white chicken uh, that's fully cooked and uh, a brain that's not destroyed by the discourse. Well, if you want to stay on the right path, I know some goldfish with an excellent sense of direction. <laughs> 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 Go and seek out both of these guests. I'm Alice Fraser. You can find me online at, at alliterative, A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E on Instagram and Twitter or look me up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser. It's one-stop shop for all of my stand-up specials, podcasts, blogs and upcoming dates as well as my weekly tea with Alice Salons. You're listening to The Gargle. It is a Bugle podcast and Alice Fraser production. Your editor is Ped Hunter. Your executive producer is Christopher Skinner. I'll talk to you again next week. You can listen to other programmes from The Bugle, including The Bugle, The Last Post, Tiny Revolutions and The Gargle, wherever you find your podcasts. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.